because you watched them. You watched them go on the roller coaster and you knew, you knew when it was going to go bad and they didn't. And it was great. Twisted, but great. Welcome to A Book and a Dream with Megan O'Russell, an author's adventure in writing, reading, and being an epic fangirl. Welcome to episode 12 of A Book and a Dream. My name is Megan O'Russell, and I am thrilled to talk to you today about the beauty and joy of watching those around you suffer through the books you've already read. Now, you may be wondering where episode 11 of A Book and a Dream is. Episode 11 is an audio-only episode. It's a really cool interview. I'm talking to Leah, who is the host of YA Book Chat. If you haven't checked out the audio-only episode yet, don't worry. The link will be below this video or in the show notes if you are listening to the podcast edition. Now, What do I mean by watching other people suffer through books and am I being a terrible human being? The human being answer is, yeah, maybe probably a little. I'm a younger sibling by nature, so, you know, sometimes watching other people flounder is a little funny to me. And watching other people suffer through books I've already read is amazing. Now, what I mean by that is not like, hey, there's this terrible book that I read. I should totally guilt you into spending like the next eight hours of your life suffering through it too. No, I don't mean that. That's that's cruel and unusual. That is torture. Reading time is precious and you should only read the things you love and you should be proud to read whatever it is you love. Anyway, off that soapbox. It's more along the lines of those really great books that we love that have iconic moments, which you know are going to tear the reader's soul out, and you want to watch their soul rip out of their body. Like I said, sounds a little mean, but it's like, all right, I promise this is going to be a completely spoiler-free episode of A Book in a Dream. I don't care how many times I have to edit it. It's going to happen. So it's like that death. In Mockingjay. If you're a Hunger Games fan and you've read book three, you know what I'm talking about. It tears your heart out. You're pretty certain that you're just going to like crumple into a little ball of ooze and dissolve into sadness and never like reanimate your soul again. That one. So when that first, when that book first came out, I was in a cast, I was performing in a show and we had about three paperback copies circulating amongst the cast. And I was in the first group to read it. And so I, I knew what was happening. I had my meltdown. I cried in the corner. And then I passed the book along. And it was kind of amazing because you could tell when someone was getting close to it. And then I would sit there and I would watch them go through that horror. And then they would join me. And we would watch the next person go through that horror. And the book went through the whole cast. And towards the end of it, the last like six people to get through the book, we would all be waiting for the epic meltdown to come. And we were in a show, it wasn't Titanic, but the Titanic was involved. And so we'd be in the Titanic at a party and there would be like random ensemble member like dancing and crying in the background because they had just read that scene. And it was amazing. It was such a bonding and monumental time to watch each other go through this epic journey and sadness. 
And there's other times, too, where it's not that you're all experiencing it and it's fresh and raw for you. And it's like, you should suffer with me because that's going to make me feel better to watch you suffer, too. I know it's horrible, but true. But also, again, completely spoiler free, in a TV show format, in Game of Thrones, The Wedding. So I was a huge Game of Thrones fan. Basically, my my whole friend group. We're all big fans of it. A bunch of us would watch it together whenever we could. A couple of our friends were a little bit behind. So six of us gathered and sat behind our two friends who were behind and watched them watch that episode. And the joy on their faces and their hopes and dreams and hearts being shattered was one of Oh, it was one of the most beautiful story-based moments of my life because you watched them. You watched them go on the roller coaster and you knew, you knew when it was going to go bad and they didn't. And it was great. Twisted, but great. And the best part is one of our friends turned around and looked at us and said, oh, he's not such a bad guy. Why would you ever say that about a Game of Thrones episode? That's, that's not going to work out well for you. The most recent example being, again, spoiler free, I promise, Harry Potter. A girl that I'm currently working with was reading book six, getting close to the end. She was about 100 pages out and the other girls in the dressing room were like, "Mm, I think maybe you should stop reading and finish the book at home, you know, Just give yourself some time so you can really enjoy it. And then the girl with Harry Potter books walked out of the room and I looked at the other girls in the dressing room and I said, no, we make her keep reading. And they said, why? And I said, because she's going to suffer through it anyway and we should all watch it happen. And they stared at me for a minute like, that's twisted. And then they realized the beauty of it. The absolute beauty of it. And so they went and were like, you know what? You're fine. Keep reading. And we got to watch it happen. It was a great thing. Just the, the, the shock, horror, grief. And I sort of wonder how much of that is just, you know, wanting others to suffer because you suffered and, you know, community pain. And how much of it is the chance to relive the story. For example, like there are some books I wish I could read the Six of Crows and Crooked Kingdom books again for the first time and not know anything that happens because a lot of the joy for it, a joy in that series for me was not knowing what was going to come next because it is so many unreliable narrators. If you haven't read Six of Crows yet, Lee Bardugo, it's amazing. Absolutely read it. It's such a good book. So good. I love it. But there's all these unreliable narrator. So you really never know what's going to happen. And that was such a cool thing to be completely unsure who was going to survive from one minute to the next. So, so cool. So I would love to go back and experience that again. With something like Harry Potter, I'd never want to go back and reread them for the fir- or read them for the first time. I do enjoy rereading them because I've gathered so much geeky back knowledge, for lack of a better term, that I wouldn't want to lose that. 
I wouldn't want to lose like knowing the weird little details of like, oh, and this statue actually is. And did you know this about this magical creature? Also, this person is really related to them. Like I would I would never want to go without that. Maybe if I could turn off the knowledge for a month and then binge read the series and then get it all back. But I wouldn't want to never know all those weird things I know about Harry Potter. It's no. We won trivia in Alaska against a world champion because of our Harry Potter knowledge. So I would never want to give that up. But I would like to experience the twists and turns. And so getting to do that through someone else, to live vicariously through their reader trauma is so cool. It's so cool to get to do the story the first time while knowing where it ends to me. Or maybe I'm just twisted. Maybe this is me being a horrible human being. So for you avid readers or Game of Thrones fans or Walking Dead fans, watching someone watch the first season of Walking Dead is also, oh, it's so funny. It's so good and so funny and they're so hopeful and then they have their hopes and dreams smashed. Not the characters, the viewers. It's amazing. But are you the type of person who would enjoy that? Do you think that I'm horrible for thinking that's fun? Would you give up all your Harry Potter knowledge to experience it for the first time? Where on the spectrum of rereading versus viewing through others do you fall? Let me know. I really, I'm genuinely interested. I want to know what people feel about this because... It's so fascinating how we re-experience art and storytelling. It's amazing. So cool. Anyway, so let me know in the comments below or reach out to me on Twitter, Facebook. Don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, whatever it is on your preferred platform. Don't forget to check out episode 11 if you haven't listened to it yet. Leah's awesome. And yeah, I will see you all next time. Mm -hmm.